Hello. Welcome to the RE Coach Crate Talks weekly podcast. This week we're going to talk about bolstering buyer confidence in a changing market. I, I think we're all hearing the doom and gloom of the news. You know, they want us to focus on interest rates, uh, the recession, high prices, gas prices, um, all the doom and gloom of um, what they think is a crashing economy. Um, and what we want to make sure we do is as real estate agents, we have the opportunity to influence and impact our clients in a meaningful, powerful way. And what that means is that, you know, yes, we are in the midst of a recession and prices are higher for a lot of things and interest rates are higher than they have been historically in the last three to five years. However, real estate is still the safest, um, place for you to invest your money is still the best place for you to gain long-term wealth. It is not a short-term um, investment product. It is something that you should buy and hold for a period of time. Um, and it is still the safest place for you to insert your money and get a reasonable return over a period of time. So one of the ways that you can help bolster buyer confidence is letting them know that you know, real estate is still a very strong place for you to invest your money. Regardless of what the interest rates are doing, regardless of um, how fast things are moving off the market, I know that they've slowed down considerably all over the country, but the reality is that people are still buying and selling houses. And what used to take less than one day, or maybe the average days on the market was six days, are now leaning into 22, 36, maybe even as high as 40 some days in some markets. I'm here to tell you, y'all, I've been selling real estate since 1999 and I've sold in three states and that, you know, people will sell and buy houses when the interest rates are still in the double digits. You know, when I first got my license back when dinosaurs run the earth, the, the interest rates were probably around 12%. So, I mean, don't let the interest rates hovering at six or five and a quarter or whatever they are, or even if they're seven, tell you that that means it's not a good time to buy real estate. Yes, you have severely limited your buying power. When the rates were 3%, you had much bigger purchase power. Um, but you're still able to qualify for a mortgage. You're still able to get a mortgage. And remember, if you're renting, you're paying 100% interest. So the interest rates don't matter as much. But what we need to do is make sure that our buyers and sellers understand that even when we're in the middle of a recession and interest rates are higher and the prices are a little higher, buying now means that you actually have the opportunity to get back some of those very valuable um, tools that you have as a buyer, meaning you get to have an inspection. You actually get to negotiate repairs. You actually get to have an appraisal. Um, you actually get to ask for a home warranty or maybe ask for the seller to pay for title expenses or some closing costs, or you have the room to negotiate some of the price. Um, there is still demand for houses. I live in Nashville and people are still buying houses left and right like, like pancakes. But now there's less competition, which means our buyers are not paying $150,000 over list price. Um, there's less competition, but there still means that you have an opportunity as a buyer to actually get, uh, you know, some things that you should have, like your inspection and your appraisal and the contingencies that you might need to make this happen. So what we're in, folks, is more of a normalizing market. 
Um, it is a market correction, which is always a good idea, always healthy. Um, that is not something to be scared of. That is just something that people haven't seen in a really long time. And any agent who's been in business longer than, you know, I would say seven or eight years, you know, has definitely seen other types of markets. And a lot of us have still had very successful businesses in all kinds of markets, whether they were buyer's markets or seller's markets, or even during the crash, a lot of us still had, um, you know, worked on our businesses. It was really hard, but we're not in that same place right now. And what I need you to do as agents is make sure you're dispelling the, the myths, the myths that are out there and make sure that you are doing what you can to bolster buyer and seller confidence so that they're not afraid to enter the market. They rely on cues from us, the media, their friends, their family, from everybody to say, ooh, is now a good time to get in the market or not? And I would say that now is the perfect time to get into the market, especially if you're an investor, especially if you have a little bit of cash on your pocket, in your pocket, if you have, um, you know, a little bit, if you're looking for a unique property, whatever, now you're gonna have the opportunity to be a little bit more picky, a little bit more selective, uh, fight and argue for the things that you deserve. Uh, you have the ability to do a multitude of inspections so you can make sure you have, you're making an informed decision. Um, you're not gonna be rushing to put together an offer, giving up all your freedoms and abilities and choices just to be competitive and then overpaying on top of that. To me, I think we sold a whole bunch of houses during that period and that was really scary for a lot of buyers. So why wouldn't you wanna take your time, dip your toes in the market, um, exhaust all of your, you know, um, possibilities of doing your due diligence and making sure you're really making the right choice for you and your family or you and your people, um, rather than just jumping in cold and then, you know, throwing caution to the wind and giving up all your, um, you know, concessions just to be competitive. So number one, do your part to bolster buyer confidence by making sure that you, you know, are doing your part to spread the message about now being the best time to buy and why. So do a little bit of research in your market. Are people still buying in your market? How many homes sold last week? How many homes sold last month? Um, and how does that compare between the month previous or the year previous? Uh, but give them data that shows people are still out buying. You know, we had three open houses, three weeks in a row on a property that was listed above 800,000 and had six to eight couples each time come visit that house. I would say that that's an indication that people are still out shopping and looking for property. Um, also, the conversations that we had at that open house indicated to us that these people were not afraid of entering the market. So what I want you to do is make sure that you are dispelling all of the negative things that they've heard and combating that with data and information that they can use to feel more confident about entering the market. The second thing is, is I want you to do a better job of talking about what you do, how you do it, who you help. Um, I want you to do more storytelling. I want you to, you know, tell stories that are relatable to your audience. So talk about who you've helped recently and how you met them. Uh, what were they looking for? How did you help them? Um, tell about how you helped three investors get into the market last month or last year. Um, talk, tell the story of how you met these people and how they kept your information for six months, a year, three years. You know, you've been childhood best friends, whatever the relationship is. But I want you to tell a story that's relatable. I want you to tell a story that talks about their apprehensions or their concerns 
or the issues that that buyer might have had or seller might have had and how you helped them overcome it or how you had a role in helping them become successful. Storytelling is relatable. Storytelling is um, is how you're going to connect people to you. And it also lets people think, well, you know, the news is telling me now is not a good time, but these people are buying houses. Maybe I should rethink this. And I want you to be able to leverage your experience and leverage storytelling to help people feel like now is the perfect time to enter the real estate market. I also want you to talk about what makes you different. I want to make sure that you are articulating to your audience how you are different than other agents without violating the Realtor Code of Ethics. I want to make sure that you are outlining for them what it is that you do to sidestep some of the common problems that buyers and sellers encounter and introduce that in with your storytelling. And then the last thing I want you to do is I want you to arm yourself with three data points. I don't need you to know all the data about your market inside and out and be a local statistician. But what I do want you to know is what is the average sales price in a specific area that you are focusing on? So how does that average sales price change uh, month over month? Is that up or down from last month? But what is the average sales price in this specific zip code, this specific neighborhood, or this specific county, this specific city, city, or whatever it is that you're looking to pick up clients in? I want you to know what the average sales price is and how that changes over time. Uh, then I want you to know what the average days on the market is. If the average days on the market in that time period is you know, seven days, 10 days, 12 days, 22 days, 40 days. I don't care what it is, but I want you to own it. 30 days is normal, folks. It takes 30 days for people to get a loan. So anything more than 30 days is perfectly normal and common. But we are in, in Nashville anyway. We live in a, in a world right now where we have been so used to things being on the market for three days, five days. They have multiple offers day one or it went under contract in six days for 150000 over list price. That is not a normal market. That's not healthy. That's not the market we're in right now. But the market we're in right now is very healthy for you to buy in. It's very safe for you to invest your money in. And so what I want to make sure you are doing is communicating to your audience what the average days on the market is and then letting people know how that relates to a real estate transaction. If the average days on the market is 38 days, that's perfectly fine because it takes people 30 days to get a loan. If the average days on the market is 180 days, that's a little different. That's a pendulum swing in the opposite direction. But if the average days on the market is still sitting where you're looking at 22 or 18 or seven, you're still very much in a healthy, healthy seller's market um, that you wanna make sure people wanna jump into, that they're not scared. But you need to arm them with that information. The last one is the list price to sales price ratio. Your buyer clients, your potential clients, even your potential sellers, are going to want to know right now in this normalizing market that we're shifting to in a changing market that we're moving towards they're going to want to know are there deals to be had are there you know because the market's shifting and prices are a little bigger um they're going to want to know is now the time where i can start finding some deals and there actually are going to be some deals for you out there there are a lot of sellers agents listing agents who have not really gotten the memo about proper pricing. There are some agents out there who don't know how to market a property more than seven days because they've never had to. Um, and so they're gonna start 
dropping prices because that's what they think they need to do in order to get traffic through the door. Unfortunately, the reduction in the price may not equate to more traffic through the door, but it may be an opportunity for your buyer or your investor to get a property below list price. But what I want you to do in order to help your buyers feel more confident about what's happening and not feel like a crash is coming and not feel like this is the worst place to put their money right now is I want you to look up the list price to sales price ratio in that neighborhood, in that zip code, in that county, in that city, whatever it is you're looking at and let them know. Yes, houses are still selling, um, but they're selling at still at 99% of list price or they're selling still at 100% of list price. That's going to tell your buyer, look, don't come in here trying to wheel and deal and trying to steal a house out from under a seller just because you heard the market's changing. You need to know what the list price to sales price ratio is in that specific neighborhood. Are there houses that have sold for less than list price? That's the information your buyers are going to want to know. Are there deals to be had? Are sellers paying closing costs? Are they contributing towards the buyer's title insurance or their closing costs or buying a home warranty again or those kinds of things? But just because those things are different than what we've been dealing with in the last few years does not mean that those are bad and that now is not the time to buy houses. What I want you to do is to make sure that you are arming yourself with data that makes sense. Um, you are educating the, the people out there that a changing market does not mean a crashing market. A normalizing market does not mean a housing crisis. A normalizing market means that things are going back to normal. Back to normal is still a very healthy place for you to put your money. Back to normal is a very healthy place for you to operate a business. Back to normal means that you have a chance to breathe now. It means that you get the chance to do inspections. It means you get a chance to really investigate the rules and regulations and, and really go back to this property two or three times and make sure it's the right house for you. But don't think that because we're in a changing market that that means the housing market is crashing and that now is not a good time to buy or sell. Now is the perfect time to buy or sell. The perfect time to buy or sell is when it's the perfect time for you when you are armed with information that makes sense. Real estate is not a short-term investment. It never has been and it never should have been. If you are planning on investing in real estate at a minimum, you shouldn't be planning to sell for two or three years before you could really realistically recoup any of your expenses that you paid to purchase it or what it will take to sell it. So go into real estate knowing that it's not a short-term investment. I'm not going to get my money back or double or triple it in two years uh, like I have in the past. And that's okay. That's safe. That's normal. That's comfortable. It's still a, a, an appreciating asset generally. So do your part as a um, the town mayor, as we like to call realtors, is... Do your part to help bolster their confidence. Let them know that everything that they're hearing on the news about interest rates and recessions and changing markets and longer days on the market are not well necessarily bad things and they don't all mean that the housing market is crashing. It just means that things are normalizing. And I want you to be careful about the words that you're using. I want you to use words like normalizing, words like correcting, but don't use words like, you know, um, declining or, you know, uh, drop in prices or things like that. Normalizing and shifting and correcting necessarily are not bad things. 
And I think they're great things for our buyers. They deserve the opportunity to do inspections and have appraisals and actually pay what's being asked of them of the sales price, not $150,000 over that. So do your part. Help with the confidence by sharing accurate information, reminding them about what kind of investment real estate really is. Work on building up your investor portfolio as you start to see more houses sitting on the market, longer days on the market, or houses that need repair, um, houses that need um, some type of um, re you know remodel or something like that. Um, and start building your investor portfolio up to prepare for you know, in the event that there are some distressed properties that your investors could pick up below market value. But that is not going to be the norm and those are not going to be the majority of your business leading into the next two to three years. Um, it's just another avenue for you to start building your real estate business by picking up on investors who want to enter into the investment, uh, into, you know, real estate as an investment and making sure that they know um, that they're not going to be stealing houses from anybody in my market. Um, they're still going to be paying pretty close to list price. Uh, the more that you continue to do that, the more armed with uh, accurate information our buyers and sellers will be, the more less likely they are going to be to listen to the naysayers um, and the more business you're going to have. I was you know, leaving a real estate conference and I was laying by the pool on my last day on the trip in Florida and there was a guy in the pool with his wife they asked what we were doing at the conference. I mentioned I was there for a real estate conference. And he said, you know, I want to ask you something. I've really been wanting to invest in real estate for years now, but I heard that now is not the right time. And I asked him, why did he think now wasn't the right, right time? And he mentioned that he, you know, interest rates are going up and I don't know, I think the market might crash. And so that was a prime opportunity for me to educate him about products that existed to help him become an investor in real estate about um, ways in which he could become an investor. There's lots of options, whether or not you are, you know, a long-term hold or, you know, you arbitrage the property and you do more midterm rentals or maybe you do short-term rentals like Airbnbs or something like that, you know. But the bottom line is that he just heard the news that it wasn't a good time to invest in real estate. And the reality is that he actually was selling a house in Florida and had about $500,000 worth of cash that he wasn't sure what he was going to do with. And 100% I would recommend to him to turn around and put that in the property. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm sure there may be some out there that might disagree with that, that there's other places to put their money. But real estate for me is always going to be the best investment that you can make, the best long-term investment that you can make. Um, and I don't know any millionaires that don't own real estate. So think about that. I hope this was helpful to you. Remember, we have an obligation and a responsibility to uh, make sure that our clients are informed, make sure that our clients are making the best decisions based on accurate information. We don't want them gathering opinions, hearing the news, doom and gloom. We want to be the source of the information that is hyper-local. And remember, all real estate is hyper-local. What happens in Nashville or even what happens in the county I live in may not be happening what's happening in your county. But you want to arm yourself with information and what is an accurate picture of what the market looks like. And then you want to make sure that you are doing your part to bolster and increase buyer confidence or seller confidence to continue to enter the market or to sell their property. 
But don't jump in on the news and be the naysayers and negative Nelly that your market has slowed down, that your business has come to a screeching halt, whatever that may be. I'm going to tell you that generally it's because you've taken your foot off the gas, not because the market has changed that drastically overnight. So uh, looking forward to hearing some of your stories about how you helped bolster some buyer confidence. And I can't wait to share a new tidbit and a new tip for you to increase your real estate business next week on the RE Coach Great Talks podcast. Have a great day.